Do you struggle to be assertive and advocate for yourself? Do you find it uncomfortable to establish and enforce boundaries? Do you feel like your voice is lost, you're frequently misunderstood, or you're inarticulate? Or do you find yourself stuck in the cycle of self-sabotaging beliefs that hold you back in life? If you found yourself saying yes to any of these questions like I once did, then you, my friend, are likely living outside of your truth. By the end of this episode, you're going to understand what it really means to own your truth and take away actionable steps to start communicating with confidence. This is the Confidently You podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and I'm a communication and embodiment coach with a purpose to help you start reclaiming your truth with confidence. I'm obsessed with helping you transform your life by pushing the boundaries of what is possible by exploring the edge of your consciousness. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to master your energy, how to manifest with it, and choose adventure amidst life's challenges while overcoming unconscious self-sabotage. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something that you can learn. And with confidence, you can communicate anything into existence that your soul is destined for. So if you love personal development, spirituality, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. Welcome, welcome. It has been a couple of weeks since I published an episode. Um, So thank you for being patient with me as I am actually resting, I have been resting and recovering from burnout, which I will, um, you're going to find out more about that on the next episode. I'm going to talk about um, dealing with uh, burnout and what to do when you are resuming life after burnout. So um, uh, wait till next week for that episode and I'll be talking about that more. But anyways... During this time, I've had an incredible opportunity to reconnect with myself and explore what is really important to me and focus on my priorities because I feel that one of the reasons why I was burnt out is because I wasn't prioritizing my energy properly and therefore spreading it too thin. So really connecting with myself and tuning into what is most important to me so that my energy is being spent in the right places. So I've also been doing some soul searching and learning about what is really my message that I want to share with you. And of course, with divine timing, because everything happens in divine timing, um, while I was resting, I hired a brand consultant to audit my business and she offered me some amazing insight. And this really helped me craft my message so that I can, I can better help you and serve you in your life. Um, so 
what she was doing was showing me what my strengths are so that I can really allow my strengths to shine through because it is my strengths, my own unique strengths are what is going to help you. So helping me and walking me through that process has been so great. And it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Because I've learned that my message is about speaking truth. And for a while there, I wasn't fully in tune with what my truth was, not because I was I was lying or doing that intentionally or anything, uh, just because I was out of focus. And um, I simply just wasn't in tune with um, with my truth. And I, I needed a little bit of guidance for that. And it's, it's ironic because that is what I help other people with, but <laughs> I, I'm good with observing others and guiding them to find their truth, but sometimes it's a little bit difficult of a process to walk yourself through that, to be the true observer in your life. And for me, I feel that I'm constantly looking at my life as an observer, you know, because I have this knowledge and I have this awareness and I, I know this is a really great way to live your life is to be an observer, but sometimes the view is a bit blurry and it tends to blend af- blend in after a while, you know, for staring at it so long, you know? So it was such a beautiful experience to receive that outsider's feedback and to um, be offered that fresh perspective. So shout out to Amanda, my brand consultant. Thank you for helping me with that. And maybe Amanda, you've noticed some changes on the podcast. I know that you are a listener. So thank you to that. And that is because of you. Um, Which brings me to my next note here. If you're listening today, you may have noticed that my podcast intro has changed again. And I love this. I love this really because uh, some people, when they're in business, uh, they might be afraid to make changes and ultimately evolve um, out of fear of what people might think, but not me. I am not afraid to evolve. Yes, I run the risk of people thinking that I'm all over the place or maybe a little bit scatterbrained, but what's really happening is that you are a witness to my own evolution and growth. This shows this shows you that I'm working through these same processes that I'm sharing with you too. I'm no guru that has all the answers. Um, I'm really speaking from my own wisdom and I always endeavor to come from a place of integrity, meaning that the things that I teach about in my coaching, what I post about on social media, and what I discuss on my podcast are all lessons that I have embodied myself and therefore always come from a place of truth. And I want to take this opportunity and little segue to share with you some updates about my business um, as there have been some changes recently. Um, Updates to my business and this podcast so that you can know what to expect of me going forward. So I have changed my title once again, but that's okay because part of my human design is that I find labels really uncomfortable and restricting. (laughs) And who knows, next month I might call myself something different. Um, But um, if you listen to this new intro, I'm really vibing with communication and embodiment. That now that I'm very clear about what my message is, and how it is I want to help people and you, that those two titles of coaching, I feel that they really encompass what my message is 
how I can help you and what it is that I offer. And I put a lot of thought into this. And of course, it's not like I just go bouncing around from label to label, like all of a sudden heat of the moment. Oh, I'm going to call myself this. Oh, and I'm going to call myself this. And I find, but I find it frustrating because I feel like if you're any type of working professional, you need a title, right? But for me, that feels really restricting. So, <laughs> so I'm doing my best to uh, make it in this uh, professional world by giving myself a title, even though it feels restricting to me and uh, trying to find the truth in what it is that I want to call myself and uh, ergo communication and embodiment. Cause I really feel that when it comes down to it, that is in fact what I help you with. So here's me. I'm Amber. I'm a communication and embodiment coach. So there's that. <laughs> and uh, I'm also now more clear on what my mission statement is. And um, so as a very brief summary, here is what I do and who I help. And that mission statement is helping women in their Saturn return speak their truth with confidence. And why is that? Well, women, I connect with you most, obviously, because I am a woman, biologically female. Um, and a lot of my experiences that I share on this podcast um, are women specific. So when I talk about cycle syncing and whatnot, um, that is for individuals that are biologically female. So and it's not that I can't help men. In fact, I love helping men because men do go through and experience some of the same things that women do, but I just feel like I connect with women more. And it's not that I would ever turn away um, a male client, but just really focusing in that my message is likely more tailored to women and may resonate more with women. So if you are a man listening to this podcast, not to fear, you are still 100% going to benefit from what I have to, to discuss on this podcast, but just know that some of the nuances may be more recognizable to women. And as for the part of being in their Saturn return, well, um, being in your Saturn return means that you are likely in between the ages of 28 and 35. And when you're at the stage of your life, you are likely at a stage where you've been living for such a way for so long and you're ready for a shift. Um, a lot of people in their Saturn returns uh, find themselves making a lot of changes in their life. From my experience, this is when I see a lot of people getting divorced. This is when I see people going back to school. This is when I see uh, starting new career paths, becoming entrepreneurs, starting a family. There's a lot of changes that, that happen in that seven period, um, seven year period of time. And the way that my services are designed to work is that it really helps you set the stage for that new beginning and to um, redesign your unconscious programming to help you and support you through that change so that you can go through that change with confidence and experience the, the, the results that you want to in life. So that is why, um, that is my ideal client and someone who I can help the most who is in their Saturn return. Again, if you're younger than that or older than that and listening to this podcast, my information is still going to help you. But just to know that again, that my message is going to be slightly more tailored to people in that stage of their life and may resonate the strongest with those people in their life. Um, okay, so 
This podcast and my social media and anywhere that you can find me are now very much so going to be focused on truth and embodying your truth and communicating it with confidence. Um, I also just want to take a moment and explain the connection between confidence and communication and why... um, why I resonate with confidence so much and how I feel that communication and confidence beautifully go together. And when it comes to communication, communication is something that we all do. Everyone communicates and we all do it so that we can experience connection. And likely we have a specific outcome that we are looking for through that communication. You might want to call this selling, right? Um, This might uh, trigger a lot of people because some of us are afraid of that word selling, but in all seriousness, you sell all day long. Selling does not have to be like a product for a financial exchange. Selling can look like selling vegetables, selling the idea of eating vegetables to your kids, right? Selling them on the idea, vegetables are healthy, you need them, blah, 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 right? And so communication is a tool. It's a tool that we use to uh, connect with others and achieve those desired outcomes. Now, confidence, I've been thinking about this a lot and, you know, my business really started with building confidence, but why do we even want to be confident, right? Like that's, that's a question. I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone wants confidence, but why, why, why is it that we want to be confident? And I've come to the conclusion that confidence is the energy that we use to fuel our communication so that we can experience those desired results because without confidence you are less likely to experience the results that you want to have through your communication so communication is the tool confidence is the energy behind the tool both of them matter both of them are necessary if you want to experience the results that you want in life and achieve your goals with confidence. So now that I've um, kind of explained myself a little more, I hope you are now understanding that this is a process and learning process for me too. And it's exciting that I get to learn with you and that you get to see, you know, this is still a new business for me. I'm still um, learning and going along with it. And it, it just kind of demonstrates to you that you don't need to have everything figured out before you get started on whatever it is that you endeavor to do when you start something new. You can learn as you go. And I I don't even want to have all the answers to everything before I get started. Because then what's the point of even going on the journey if you have all the answers? The point of the journey is to learn. And here we are. <laughs> um, but anyways, we're going to talk more about truth, embodying truth, and communicating your truth as we get into today's episode content. Uh, There are just a few more things that I want to update you on uh, before we get there. I am so excited to tell you that I have just finished a four-month-long course on manifestation. We've been talking a little bit about manifestation here and there on the show, but I've now finished this course and I've learned so much and I've learned and embodied how to manifest through communication and 
everyone is different and unique in how they manifest through communication, which brings me to my next point is I am learning to become a human design interpreter or a reader. Uh, Human design is fascinating. Uh, We've talked about it once or twice on the podcast. I haven't really explained too much about it um, because I don't have that, you know, I haven't taken like an official course on it or anything. I've just been researching it like crazy and studying it. Um, I've taken a mini course on it, but nothing serious. And Um, Yeah, human design has completely changed my life and how I look at things. Um, I've learned about my own communication styles and how I best receive communication and how my energy works. And that's what human design is really about is how your energy works and how it shows up for you in your daily interaction. So human design is the science of differentiation. It's the study of how we are all unique And it focuses on how our auras work and our energy interacts with our environment and the people around us. So having this knowledge has really been a breakthrough for me, honestly, having this knowledge and uh, empowering me to embody the true me and maximizing my energy. So I'm going to be talking a lot more about human design on the podcast. It is something that I'm also incorporating into my business. So you can expect to hear a lot more about it and I'm likely going to be having a guest expert on the podcast soon to tell you more about it. And a note about human design, I am offering a special promotion right now that you're going to want to take advantage of before it closes. I am offering a free 45-minute intro human design read with your enrollment of any one of my coaching plans. And with this reading, you will gain major insights like major insights about your energy and how this energy shows up for you in your daily interactions and how you communicate, how you manifest, how you digest, etc. There's just, there's so much that it tells you and having that awareness is crucial for any change that you want to make in your life. Human design really gives you a permission slip to be yourself and with this reading you will feel so powerful as I show you what you once thought were weaknesses are actually incredible strengths that you have. So again, a full disclosure, I'm not an expert, uh, which is why I'm offering offering this as only an introductory read. Human design is highly complex, but like I said, I've been studying the basics like crazy and I've and I've been mastering those basics before I move on to the more complex stuff. So I've been doing free readings for my friends and family and this shit has been blowing their mind. So I feel confident that even with the basics, you will have major takeaways. This read is a $75 value and you'll receive it absolutely free if uh, before July 31st when you enroll in one of my coaching plans. You can choose to work with me one-on-one for either 90 minutes or 90 days. To find out more, click the link in the show notes or you can visit confidentlyyou.ca. Human design I truly believe it's going to change your life and I'm so excited to share this wisdom with you and remember that this promotion ends July 31st and I'm only going to offer it to 10 people so reserve your spot now. 
All right, so enough of the housekeeping and updating you. Let's dive into today's content now, shall we? Today we are talking about owning your truth. Um, I've been learning and embodying what it really means to live your truth, as you know, I've already mentioned 12 times (laughs) so far in this episode. Um, But I want to share with you four major takeaways that will encourage you to start living your truth and to be on a mission to embody your authentic self. So here is takeaway number one. You can't prove what is true. You can only disprove what isn't. Hmm. (laughs) I find this uh, takeaway to be particularly interesting. Uh, and, and ultimately what is say, what it's saying is that there is no such thing as proof, only evidence. This is something that I have learned from the scientific community is that, you know, we know it isn't true because we can offer, we can offer evidence or proof and be 100% certain about what is not true. But when it comes to finding what is true, we can only offer evidence. There is no proof that can go with what is true because there's always a level of uncertainty. And proof means that there's 100% certainty. So how this works out in your life is that you get to play with truth and you get to decide what is true. I've mentioned this half a dozen times before on the podcast is that beliefs are self-fulfilling prophecies. Beliefs are self-fulfilling prophecies. So what you choose to believe is true will be true. And you can choose the evidence that you want to find to support what you believe is true. And the more evidence, the better. So let's look at some certain beliefs that uh, people tend to have. Um, This is the first one that's just coming to my mind uh, because I've mentioned on the podcast before is some people might have this limiting belief that you have to work really hard to earn money. So let's look at this belief and think about it like a table. Imagine that your belief is the tabletop. So the tabletop is that you have to work really hard to earn money. And the legs are the supportive evidence that keeps that table standing. The more evidence that you have, the more legs that the table has to stand on. Therefore, the stronger the the foundation that keeps that belief in place. So... If you don't want to believe this, if you want if you want to choose to believe something else to be true because you have the freedom to do that, you get to choose what is true, you get to choose what evidence supports your truth, then first what we can do is deconstruct that table. So you take away the legs, you take away the supportive evidence. So analyze your evidence and say, well, why is it that I believe this is true? And go through each and every one of the table legs and deconstruct them. So maybe the first thing that you you see um, as supportive evidence is that um, I observed that my parents had to work really hard to earn money. Okay, well, what disproves that? That people that you know you have to work really hard. Do you see other people in the world that 
aren't hustling and busting their ass that can earn lots of money? Well, if you can, if you can think of someone that stands as an example that disproves that belief, there you go. That's your first leg knocked off the table. And you just keep going with this and keep finding supportive evidence that disproves what your limiting belief is and then find out what it is that you want to believe. Say that you can earn lots of money that by doing XYZ. Well, then find evidence that supports that belief and find as much evidence as possible. The more legs that you have under the table, the more supported it is and the more likely that those beliefs are going to stay supported for you and you will begin to live by them. Which actually brings me to takeaway number two because we were talking about foundation. So truth is how you build the foundation of your house of confidence. So allow me to explain what your house of confidence is. So if you think of confidence like a house, so under your house, you have a foundation that supports the house. It usually looks like cement or concrete or you've got some sort of posts, whatever it is, your house has some sort of a foundation underneath it. That is your confidence. That is That foundation, it's under the surface, right? It's under the house. And that is what you can think of as your internal reality, your inner world. And that is where we start with confidence. That ultimately is what this podcast is all about. It's about looking on the inside and learning about how you can build that strength and trust from within to then build your house, your external reality. The home, the house that you put on top of the foundation is your external world. So if you don't have that strong foundation, or if you have no foundation underneath your house, it doesn't really matter what that house looks like or what you have in the house, because if a strong wind comes by, that house is going to blow down. So even though it might be quicker, you might be able to have more luxury and creature comforts, you know, uh, because you have more budget to go towards this big, beautiful house, but with no strong foundation, those things are going to they're easily taken away from you or they're damaged. So that's why it's so important to put all of your focus on the foundation. And then once you have that strong foundation, your house will easily and effortlessly build on top of that. So truth is how you build the foundation of your house of confidence. Your foundation is built on that truth. And that truth comes from trust, self-trust. You build trust through truth. And trust is a fundamental factor in building intimate relationships, starting with yourself. So intimate relationships, I'm not talking sexual, I'm actually talking like close connection, understanding that is intimacy, is that closeness, that trust, that bond that you have with someone and having it be intimate. So trust is how you build that. And it's through truth that we build this trust, like I already said. So when you think about it, you 
how do you trust people or when do you determine that you trust someone, right? It's when you sense their authenticity, their genuinity through their truth. The more truthful someone is, the more certainty that you can have in them. Therefore, the trust that you can have in them. And the same thing happens with yourself. So the more that you can... The more that you can speak your truth, the more certainty that you have in yourself and the more trust. So the stronger the foundation in your house of confidence. Hope that making sense for you. Number three, your transformation lies in the truth. So you're going to notice a little bit of overlap in some of these um, takeaways, but that's okay. If So just bear with me as I may repeat myself once or twice. But your transformation lies in the truth. And the truth is an energy. That is something that I really want you to take away from this episode is that truth is an energy. Truth has a vibration to it. That's why you can feel an energetic connection to truth when you experience it. So you know that feeling when you can tell when someone is lying or you know, not being forthcoming with the truth for you, you can feel that. And likewise, you can also feel when someone is being truthful to you, when someone is embodying and speaking truth. You feel that. You can sense it. And that is the same. You can also feel and embody that energy when you speak your own truth. Because it's an energy, you can embody it. You can choose to take on that energy of truth and always come from the energy of truth and why this matters is because if you're listening to this podcast you're likely wanting to create change in your life but see the thing is before you can create positive change you have to accept what is first and that means accepting the truth about what is first but this is okay you know Even if you don't like where you are now, you still have to accept where you are, but that's okay because it helps you to move forward. After all, you know, even when using a GPS, you you have to know where your starting point is before you can get to your destination, you know, where it is that you want to go in life. Any GPS is going to require to know where you are starting from. And it's the same with yourself. And the truth gives that to you. The truth empowers you to feel certainty which then fosters faith and builds confidence within yourself even if you don't like what the truth is now that doesn't take away the power that it gives you even if you don't like it simply stepping into it and embodying it empowers you the truth is authentic it's genuine and it is expansive expansive being a really important word because if we think about it when we open ourselves up to truth we open ourselves up to possibility whereas so to explain what i mean when you think about a lie right lies are restricting because they have no foundation you can't and because there is an ability to be disproven so there is a limitation on lies 
They lies don't help you get anywhere in life. They may have some short-term gain, but ultimately there comes a time when a lie is disproven and it limits you in your life. Whereas truth, if you always come from truth, there is no limitation. You do have this true expansiveness that comes with truth. And I'm just going to go ahead and segue to my next point because I think that it piggybacks off of this. So number four is there is a direct connection between speaking your truth and owning your story. So if you've been a dedicated podcast listener since episode one, I talked about owning your story and the power of your story. And there is there is such a strong connection between owning your truth and, or pardon me, owning your story and speaking your truth. So your story and the truth that you choose for your story has the power to either champion you or undermine your every move and decision. You see, your inner voice, our inner voice, and your consciousness, and the perspective in through which you live your life are all parts of a larger story that you tell yourself about who that who it is that you think you are and what it is that you are capable. And what I love about what it is that I do is that I help you tap into your own unconscious and I help you open yourself up to a whole new world of what is possible. That expansiveness that I was talking about in in the third point is opening your, your world up to what is possible through the expansiveness of truth so that you can see new perspectives of reality. It's from this expansion of perspective that new storylines and new truths are available to choose. You can choose any truth that you want because when you choose that truth, your unconscious mind is going to seek evidence to prove that is true. I've talked about this on the podcast before. Your unconscious mind is literally hardwired to do this. So when you give your unconscious mind the instruction to 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 have this truth because declaring a truth is in fact an instruction to the unconscious mind. Um, maybe the conscious mind doesn't like realize that or wrap its brain around that, but that is in fact how the unconscious works. Everything that you say is a distru- is an instruction. Your language not only describes, but it determines your reality. So when you declare a truth, speak a truth, that's an instruction to your unconscious mind to find evidence to support it. So let it do its job. What is it that you want to be true? Do you want your truth to be that you are a seven-figure entrepreneur? Do you want your truth to be that you um, excel in your in your career as a journalist? I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Do you want your truth to be that you are a, Nor- a New York Times bestselling author? Do you want your new truth to be that you are a mother of four kids um, and married to an amazing partner? Whatever. Whatever it is that you want your truth to be, declare it and 
own it. Own it. Own your truth. And once you have this truth, this new truth of the life that you want to live, it's amazing how you will then be able to look back on your story, the story that you once thought was limiting for you is actually so powerful and one of the greatest tools that you can have in your tool belt and you will be able to rewrite this story and choose a new storyline and show yourself how this story that you've already lived is in fact what has given you this strength, this purpose, and this newfound truth And even though in the past it may have limited you, it is now here to empower you. So speaking your truth and owning your story, they just go hand in hand. And that know that you can choose what that truth is and weave that truth into your story and and choose the supportive evidence throughout your story to bring that truth to life and this is ultimately what manifestation is about too is choosing the truths that you want to believe so that you can bring your manifestations to fruition and communicating with your unique communication style oh and this is why i freaking love human design so much because now that i have these tools that I've learned about what my own unique energy does and how my unique energy manifests for me, I've now been able to manifest some amazing things. Um, if you caught the if you caught the last episode of the podcast before I went on a two week break, I talked about um, my income for the month of April. And if I'm being totally honest, I do have a little bit of PTSD from that episode because that was really scary for me. It was really scary for me to share um, something about myself that is such a taboo topic in today's society and I know that it triggers a lot of people to hear about other people making money because um, they want to be making more money and so yeah I had a little bit of PTSD talking about my income in that last episode but um, but I had to do it I had to come from my place of truth um, because that therefore helps you feel that expansion so that you can know what is possible for you in your life truth offers that expansion for you and man I want to help you with that I want to help you speak your truth so that you can have this life of exploration and discovery and that expansiveness it's amazing what happens when you open yourself up to truth so I want to give you some tools to uh to embody and speak your truth and one of those tools is to actually go back to episode 15 of the podcast and it's called deconstructing spiritual blocks and overcoming the fear of ghosts listen to that episode if you've already listened to it listen to it again you're a different person than you were several weeks ago and see what you take in differently this episode is really going to help you deconstruct what your limiting beliefs and help you find truth about where they come from so that you can then begin the process of rewriting your story, setting the stage for these new truths to become your reality. But you need to understand where you're at right now, right? Like how I already said, you know, GPS thing again. You need to know where you are. You need to know where your blocks come from, 
your blocks of from finding truth so that you can move on. So I really recommend listening to that episode so that you can get that sense of where you are and know what your truth is. And once you go through the process of finding what these blocks are, it is then that you can feel that expansion once you move past those blocks in your life. So the next recommendation that I have for you is to begin to pay attention that the feelings that come up when you're talking. So I'll explain. Begin to pay attention to the difference between when you know you are not speaking truth versus when you are. Because you can feel that inside of yourself when you're not telling the truth. You feel like this restriction when you're speaking. Unless if you're unless if you're a psychopath because that's honestly like something that psychopaths have this skill is that they have this amazing ability to lie without detection but if you're not a psychopath which I don't believe that I attract psychopaths to this podcast haha but um yeah if you pay attention to the feelings that you get when you are speaking truth versus not and then after you know paying attention to that I recommend refraining from speaking if you are not coming from a place of truth, if you feel that you are speaking from a place that has anything to do with the spiritual blocks or the ghosts that you deconstructed, as I talked about in recommendation one, if you went through that process, you're going to begin to notice when you are not speaking from a place of truth or where you are speaking from comes from your limiting beliefs. So, going back to the money thing, saying things like, I can't, I have to work really hard to earn money. You know, you find yourself saying those in your everyday conversation. Well, you're speaking that truth from a place of a lie. It's not true, which you then go through the process of deconstructing. So when you deconstruct and therefore find that the truth you are speaking is in fact a lie, you'll stop yourself and say, okay, what is the truth then? So I realized that was a long walk for a short drink of water, (laughs) but what ultimately what I'm trying to say is try and hold your tongue before you open your mouth and say something that you don't want to be true. And it's interesting because there was a point in time for me that I found myself not talking throughout the day because there were so many things that I would say and open my mouth to say, but then they actually ended up not being true. So There are times, even in myself, even myself, because I'm still learning too, there will be times like I'm in certain conversations and I just can't seem to speak because so much of the conversation is involved around things that I'm still working on rewiring my beliefs and um, I haven't found what the truth is yet and I'm working on those truths. So I might practice and say a thing here or there that feels like truth to me but maybe I haven't embodied it yet but that's part of the process so that is the recommendation is to hold your tongue and then observe observe what it is that you would have said that was a lie and then what is the truth the new truth that you can that you can embody and the point of that exercise is just to bring that awareness as to how much lack of truth 
that you've already been speaking. And you'd be amazed at how many of the things that you find yourself saying throughout the day that don't come from a place of truth. They actually come from a a limiting belief that you have that you no longer wish to live. And the last suggestion that I have for you is meditation or anything that feels like meditation for you. There are many different kinds of meditation. Um, I do love the traditional sitting in silence and connecting with yourself, but I also love walking. I find walking to be very meditative for me or perhaps journaling, whatever it is that, um, that, uh, that gives you that space to be introspective and to spend that time in silence with yourself. Those are the recommendations that I have for helping you tap into and tune into your truth. And um, I guess I'll also finish off by saying that, you know, that, that, uh, that promotion that I'm offering with your free human design read, um, I offer that with the 90 minute breakthrough session or 90 minute or a 90 day coaching plan that I have, either one, all of this is tailored to help you find out what your truth is, speak it and embody it so that you can live a life that is expansive and has a sense of adventure and self-discovery. That is what I am here for. And I absolutely want to help you with that. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I truly hope that you found a lot of value in what I had to share with you today. And next week, you can look forward to me sharing with you about life after burnout. So keep posted for that episode. It will be airing on July 5th. And I look forward to connecting there. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.